Welcome to Life as a Freelance Writer, the content podcast, where I will show up weekly to share what I've learned as a writer, a freelancer, and a business owner. My purpose is to inform and educate, so I want to help you get the most out of yourself, whether you are a writer, an entrepreneur, or anything in between. Join me as I share my top tips, my struggles, and my triumphs to hopefully inspire or just entertain. Remember, content is king, and that's why I love being the content queen. Hello, hello, everybody. Uh, Post-event, I am buzzing. I've got so much um, coming up. I've got um, content hour of powers, which I'm going to put the link below because I know you'll get a lot out of it. I'm going to have the sales page up by then. Um, Just so much on a weekly update. I am just buzzing. It's Friday. Well, it'll be Tuesday by the time this comes out, but I'm recording on this Friday. Um, I just finished my interview for this episode, um, which I'm really super excited about, um, all things website. Um, So to kick off my week, um, I obviously had my event on the Sunday, last Sunday, but this come out after I'd had my event. But I just want to, like, debrief that because I was just so happy with – just how it went. It was my first ever event. Like, obviously, there's always going to be, like, things to be tweaked. Um, but I just feel like there was just so much value in it. I just had so much amazing feedback. And, you know, if you had told me 12 months ago I would be running my own workshop, I would have laughed because I just didn't think I would have been capable of doing that. So, so amazing. Um, had a podcast interview this week, which will come out, I'm not sure when, um, on a a podcast called Win the Hour, Win the Day. Um, so I'm really excited for that to come out. Um, just lots lots going on, really. Um, yeah, so Content Hour of Power will be an hour um, with me for to you to pick my brain or get some coaching around your content marketing um, and get a really good basis on what to do, where to start. Maybe you want to talk about a specific platform when it comes to content marketing. Maybe you want to talk about your overall strategy, goals, audience, whatever. We will discuss that. If you book in, we'll obviously confirm that before the call so we're not spending all the time deciding that. Um, but you can check out all the information below Um there will be links in the show notes to the page. Uh, if you have any questions about it, obviously um, let me know. But yeah, I'm really excited about the Hour of Power and I've launched my ebook as well. So that's another little goodie can help you just start like forming more of writing patterns and habits. Like one of the, the guests from the, the workshop said, like, it takes me like an hour to write an Instagram post. I'm like, well, not anymore because you've got a content marketing strategy. But obviously writing can be quite a challenge for most people. So that's why, um, you know, this is um, – you know, a really good ebook for you to kind of get your groove when it comes to writing. And I did a little bit on that when on my episode Consistency, which was episode 24. So you can go back and listen to that and get more of an insight into how I became a consistent writer. Um, spoiler alert, a lot of practice, but easy practice. Like you can do it. It's just consistency. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit on my week. Um, uh, next week will be my last recording of this podcast in the house that my podcast was established. So that'll be really sad. Um, it'll be episode 27. Um, so yeah, that'll be, I'm packing this weekend. So, um, wish me luck. It'll be very grueling and time consuming, I'm sure, but that's fine. So anyway, let's get stuck in today's episode. So 
Natalie Faith Designs. So Natalie is a website designer from Melbourne, Australia, who is a nomad at heart. She was born in the UK, grew up on the Mornington Peninsula, which is beautiful for those who don't know. And she moved to the States and now she lives between the city and the sea in a chilled suburb of Elwood. She fell in love with website and SEO when she was working in an online team of in the online team of Tourism Victoria, but it wasn't until she was backpacking around South America that pushed her to take the leap into creating a website design business. How amazing. She's such a nomad. I bloody love it. Launching her business, Natalie Faith Web Designs, in 2018, she started her business to provide female business owners with the knowledge on website design while sharing SEO tactics that generate her clients' inquiries, sale, and sales for their business. So, I met Natalie, um, I actually don't even, I can't even, it was a Facebook group, I know that, but I don't know the overall specifics of it, but I just remember we, or we might have met on Instagram, and we caught up, we went for dinner, um, and she has done so much in her life, like, she travels so much, it's incredible, but anyway, let's uh, hear more about Natalie and what she has to say about websites for everyone, and she's got some really juicy tips and tricks for you to just make your website that little bit easier for your customers. And, you know, I'm sure you'll get a lot out of this. Okay, I have Natalie joining me here today. Thanks so much for joining. Can you just tell everyone a little bit more about yourself and your business? Hey, Mara. Um, yeah, so um, my name is Natalie. I own and run Natalie Faith Web Designs. So I specialize in custom website designs um, for small businesses. Um, and yeah, I do a bit of social, um, sorry, some SEO strategy um, for those businesses. Um, yes, then they're found online and they can connect with their customers and things like that. Yeah, amazing. We know websites are so important. So let's dive a little bit deeper into websites. Can you just um, give everyone some insight into what a website can do for their business and maybe some benefits around a website that people might not be aware of? Like we know, you know, the high level website kind of benefits, but are there any underlying ones that people probably aren't aware of that could really help them with their business? Yeah, so uh, a website brings together basically all of your online marketing activities. Um, it's where your audience can learn more about you. Um, they can find you on social media. They can subscribe to your emails. Um, but more importantly, they can buy your products and book in with your services. It's where you can connect with your brand personality on there as well. So um, that's where they go on and um, yeah, they get to learn who you are, but without actually seeing who you are. So there's your styles and your imagery um, and then your voice as well, which I'm sure you're familiar with with copy. It's just where they really connect um, with your story and um, how you speak because there's so many different ways that you can connect with people um, and yeah, just showing your true authentic self on there and that's how you connect with your customers and therefore sort of what leads up to the sale and um, the booking of your services is like when they connect with you. Um, but other things you can do on your website is show your portfolio. So um, if you're a service-based business like me, you can show um, your audience your other websites that you've made. Um, and then um, for you, you might link to like articles that you've created as well. Um, and then also they can read your blog post to find out information on um, how you can help them further. Um, or even podcasts like this, you can have a link to your podcast um, on your website. So then even if someone hasn't found you from your website, they can then then 
go on to listen more um, to your podcast and things like that. So it's just a really good hub of all of the content that you do um, to market yourself in the one area. Um, I think that's, yeah, a really, really important thing to do. Um, especially, yeah, these days we have so many different ways to market to people. Yeah. So um, to have that one central place where they can find all the information about you and how you can help them. Um, yeah, I think it's super important. Yeah, I, I, like I think we get so caught up in, you know, um, Instagram and podcasting and you know, LinkedIn and all that, that, you know, we forget that our website like hosts that whole like range of content like you said like it's the resource hub where everyone can go and you know learn more about you and I think um you know with landing pages and like really um you know really cool softwares out there at the moment people kind of go oh I'll just I'll just use that because it's easier but they're kind of neglecting the whole purpose of a website in itself and that is just to give people you know that overall look of your whole business and yeah. of course like that's your your shop you know we don't have if you don't have a physical store that's that's your shop so yeah. um yeah super super important websites and you know like people don't have to over engineer their websites as i'm sure you've done a lot of um content for people where it's you know it's just a simple basic design but it's it's what they do to present content and I guess like you know if it hosts you know all of your content marketing in one place like it's a really good um picture for everyone so when um how do you recommend people can stay up to date with their content on their website like I personally like my website's probably only what not even 12 months old and I'm now like oh I think I need to like go back through and update everything like I don't know what so do you have any like tips for people to kind of help them stay up to date with their website content so they know what they need to change you know moving forward yeah yeah so um in terms of how often you should update your website um minimum six months um, Google basically look at your website and see if um, content is relevant or not anymore. So um, just go on there and check to make sure that any blog posts or any pages that you've done um, that the content on there is relevant. Um, and also you might just want to just check your keywords and just make sure they're in line with who you want to attract as well. Because perhaps when you first launched your website, you just made it really broad, but now you've niched down and you want that to be really specific on your website. Um, so just like updating it with that. But um, I would definitely recommend checking um, your stats. So if you use Google Analytics, um, just having a look on there and seeing how your pages um, are, rank are ranking or being viewed. Um, and just, yeah, if they aren't doing that well, have a look at the content on there. Perhaps that needs a little refresh um, or an update. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, those kind of things would really help with um, updating your website. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think like, you know, we get so lost in, you know, creating content that we forget to actually review it and revise and, and, and make sure. And, and you answer my next question with how often do you think you should review your website content? And six months seems pretty like doable. You know, if we, if we pop it in our calendar, like just going over the website pages that we've created, um, you know, I think that that seems, you know, pretty feasible and uh, pretty manageable for everyone. And especially like, as you said, if, if Google um, notice that your website's not up to date, then, you know, that really can impact your, your stats. And I like that you, you covered on keywords and, you know, I, I spoke about this in a, a podcast episode previous, but, you know, keywords seem really daunting at times. And um, I think, you know, you hit the nail on the head when you said like, 
if you've niched down, your keywords might have changed. And, you know, your keywords are just, you know, they don't define your business, but they just help people find you. So um, when it, I want to talk a little bit more about Google Analytics and website stats because they actually terrify me. Google <laughs> Analytics terrifies me. I did like a mini course and yeah. I still feel like I'm not up to scratch. But um, how do you recommend people like track their stats? Like how often should they be looking at their website statistics on Google Analytics? Like where do we even like begin when it comes to Google Analytics? Yeah. Um, I always, when I'm working with a client, I always link their Google Analytics to their website. So I, I work in WordPress. So for mm-hmm. me, I just put that into their website. So every time they go onto their website, whether it's to post a blog or update it, it's just there. So they can check it every time. So it's in a really easy to find place. And they don't have to open many different windows to yeah. find it. Um, so I definitely recommend that if you can do that, because it's just easy every time you do go onto a website, just to check in on them and just see what's happening. Um, but in terms of the actual platform itself, um, just think about what you want to learn from it. Um, as opposed to being overwhelmed with all the different stats that are on there, because there are many, (laughs) um, and just think about things like, um, time. So if you see that, say, for example, it's saying that someone was on there for 30 seconds and another person was on there for a minute and a half. Um, you can really tell if that person was engaged with the content that you have on your page, like a certain page or on your website, um, or they're clicking through to different pages. Um, that's really like interesting to see that your content is engaging with them or they're connecting with that. Um, but then if it's like a shorter amount of time, then perhaps it's really not working for that person is that a lot of people or is that just a small amount of people like perhaps it's just someone that isn't aligned with who you are and that's probably a good thing that they're bouncing but like (laughs) um you're just sort of like understanding what those kind of like different uh metrics mean because then there's also um you know like what time of day someone visited and this could be really interesting for you if like yeah you posted like you launched um a podcast episode um and then you saw a bunch of traffic straight to a website within an hour of that or something so it's good to see like what content people are connecting with and when like what they're doing straight after it um and the same with like instagram so on like you do like a post on instagram and then you see there's quite a bit of traffic to your website afterwards those people really connected with those that post and therefore are wanting to work with you some more so um yeah just having a look at the different things on there and seeing um what that means for you um, one that I recently did for a client was, um, we tracked a goal. So she was telling me that, um, she wanted, um, more of her products to be sold. So what we did is that we, um, we created a goal that would look at her, um, her product page and then also tracked how many people then bought the product and you could see how many people were going to that page. And then she could then identify from there if her copy connected with those people or not and therefore perhaps she needs to do some work on that page a little bit more so then more people are buying so um just things like that it's it can work think of it to work for you as opposed to just being overwhelming with lots of different figures and stats and charts and all that kind of stuff i absolutely love analytics because of this (laughs) i could talk all day about (laughs) oh that makes one of us because yes (laughs) I, I, I know the importance of data and I, I do like looking at data, but um, when that, like you said, when there's so many figures, um, it can be quite, you know, overwhelming. I think that gives like a really good insight, you know, if you've got a goal around your website and that's why it's really important to have certain goals on certain pages and then 
using the analytics to track that and then see obviously you know if if you're getting a high bounce rate you know maybe going back and looking at that certain page and you know seeing what you can tweak and i think like what we forget with anything with business and especially with websites it's it's all trial like you know you got to throw the spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks like you know i'm sure there's you know lots of little tips and tricks that that you can do to your website like maybe you put like a call to action button in a different spot or maybe you know you make your text shorter but like it's all trial and error and we're all going to make mistakes and see what works and what doesn't so i think that's like it's kind of given me more like inspiration to look at my google analytics how often would you recommend someone like actually dives in and has a has a look do you think they should be doing it weekly or daily or monthly like what's kind of the the optimum time to kind of look at your stats so you get a really you know better picture of, of how your website's tracking yeah um i'm honestly it's just any sort of time that you do i feel like i'm a big believer in just um doing what you can so i think perhaps like as a minimum once a month but yeah um yeah like if you have more time in that month to check it like you know once a fortnight or something then yeah like it just sort of gives you more information about your target market and if certain things are working for your like you know marketing activities are working for your business um it's just those kinds of things if you don't have the time don't beat yourself up about it you know just set yeah like an hour or two down each month just to have a little look at them and see what's going on but um, yeah, I'm a big believer in just doing what you can and not yeah, having to do all the things. Like it's, Yeah, of course. It's, you know, running a small business is, it's always so many things to do. So I really empathize with those who are yeah. going the same. Um, yeah, it's, it's a challenge and it's all a balance, isn't it? And then, you know, one day when we can, we outsource that to someone like yourself and then outsource, <laughs> you know, our website to you and then outsource our analytics to someone that can just track it all the time. Like I think, yeah, it, it's so true. I think we get really caught up in what the things that we should be doing all the time and then we kind of get lost and then we procrastinate. So, <laughs> cause I know I procrastinate on my analytics and I guess like, um, so, you know, when it comes to bounce rates and, you know, I know there's like percentages and all that, what, what's kind of like um, some of the, you know, small tweaks that we could potentially make to our website to help with bounce rate? Is it like speed on our website? Um, you know, what, what are some of like the little quick wins that we could potentially get from our website? Yeah, yeah. Um, you mentioned one, like speed is like an important one. Um, if your site is loading slowly, someone's going to go somewhere else. Um, yeah, like if they can go to another site and it will load much faster, they're going to do it. I mm. feel like I can span is very small these days that, you know, if something doesn't load within like three or four seconds, you're like, mm, I'm on to the next. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah no, speed is really important. But yeah, as I said, just engaging content, just make sure that you have um, some great images that show your brand, um, some really engaging copy. Um, yeah, really show your brand personality on there. Um, yeah, through that copy and through like your styles um, and all that kind of stuff and what you offer your clients as well. Um, mm, yeah. yeah. I, I just literally got a, um, a message from my business coach and she was talking about um, rather than talking about price and what people get for the price, it's like, what's the value? Yeah. So I think like we get really lost in um, talking about price and, and what you get for your money that we forget to actually dive deeper into the value. Um, yeah, so that, that's like, a, I think with our website, we, we spend a lot of energy on our socials that, uh, we kind of neglect the old website a little bit, but really that's like the place that, you know, people will go to, to find out more information. 
Um, so, you know, and like you, when it comes to speed and I guess like being, um, mobile friendly and stuff like that, like we, we need to kind of cover, you know, all basis when it comes to, um, our website as a whole. So, um, do you, um, let's talk a little bit more about SEO and websites. So how do we know if our, like our website is up to scratch when it comes to SEO? Like we've got SEO kind of branches out with everything from um, keywords to uh, backlinks and stuff like that. But when it comes to like our website, what are the kind of things that we can do to make sure that our, our website is up to scratch when it comes to SEO? Um, so I reckon like just like first, just give yourself a Google search, Google your industry um, and see how you do rank um, on search. Um, and from there, you know, there are many strategies you can put in place to um, increase that. Um, another way to have a look is through, um, yeah, just having a look at your stats and seeing where people are coming from. Are they coming from search or are they just coming from, you know, your other marketing activities and things like that? Um, yeah, and then from there, seeing how that ranks and just, yeah, adjusting your, um, yeah, SEO strategy. So having a look at your images and are they like, you know, SEO optimized? Um, yeah, look at your copy. Does it involve your keywords? Um, yeah, making sure that you have plenty of links, um, not just within your website, um, but out from your website and then to your website. So, um, yeah, links are one of my favorite things, um, along with, yeah, keywords, just making sure your website has all your keywords because that's how you attract your customers to find your website if they're going through search. So just make sure that you're, yeah, just really covering your bases when it comes to, um, yeah, making sure that you are being able to be found on search, um, looking at those kinds of things. Um, and if you need more help, then yeah, definitely contact someone that can help you with your SEO strategy. But, um, yeah. So yeah, that like, I think with SEO and we get, I think one, and this is what I spoke about with, um, Andrew on my podcast a couple of weeks ago. And like, we're always trying to like worry about SEO and we neglect like the user experience. And you've kind of said all that, like what, what, what does your audience need from you? So, yeah. you know, we, we've talked about um, website speed and is there ways that we can test if our website speeds up to scratch? Like other things that we can do are our, you know, do we need to look at um, our image sizes? How can we kind of gauge if our website is slow and, and you know, we're losing people from that? Yeah, um, Google actually has um, a page speed tester. Um, I think it's literally called Google Page Speed. We'll, we'll speed find page. a link. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, you just put your website URL in, in there and then it comes up with um, things you can do to improve your page speed um, and things that you're That's currently cool. doing that is great for your page speed. Um, but majority of the time when I'm looking at those things, it's images. So, um, yes. just make sure your image is a high res, but a small file. So, yep. um, I would definitely look at that first. Um, and then after that, it's mainly just, um, things that you add extra into your website. So, um, things like, uh, having an Instagram feed on your website slows it a little bit. Um, yep. but unfortunately it looks great. So it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that catch 22 as you said yes yeah, it's the difference between um the fight between design and then yeah actual um yeah page speed and seo yes. is quite a, it's um, an interesting one but yeah i think just yeah just making 
sure your, your images are small small um, yeah it's not like anything you know irrelevant on there don't have like pages of words just for the sake of it have yeah, like of course natural content that is interesting and informative I'm sure I don't have to tell you this because you're probably the same <laughs> like why <laughs> no everyone needs a reminder I even need a reminder don't worry <laughs> we all need reminders about our website content <laughs> for sure um when you when you touched on um images and seo yeah so when we load an image onto our website and it's got like the description i guess mm. is that where we put our keywords do we make sure we have a caption i know like every platform's different like with wordpress you've got alt text description caption i think and then you know say squarespace it's just like the name of the um the the image so what what do we what do you recommend like what do you usually put in there for clients like what is it just their brand name is it a description of the image like what what are we trying to get from that um that alt text or that description yeah um so i would recommend before even uploading an image to your website um changing the name of it so then it has like either like your business name in there um your industry yeah like what is on um like that actual image itself um but it has to relate to the page or content that you're putting it with okay um so um one of the important things about seo is that google looks at things to see if they're relevant or not so if they're not connected in any way google's gonna be like wait a second you don't need you shouldn't be showing up in this area because that has nothing to do with that so um yeah so just basically making sure that whatever you're uploading so whether that's the image name itself even to the alt text and the description but just making sure it is relevant to the page that's going on so um in the description you can definitely put your business name and then what it is about um but mainly in the alt text and um the image name itself Itself, like file name itself mm-hmm. um just make sure that's relevant to the page that you're uploading it to so if it's you know a particular blog post making sure that the, the name of it is about what that blog content is about ah. um so yeah just so yeah. just making sure it's relevant and um yeah it's very interesting <laughs> that's very interesting because i thought it had to be the description of what the image was like so you know that it, it could potentially show up in google images so i'm learning a lot yeah. here because i you know i i do admit though those are the things that i'm a little bit lazy on is the image yeah. naming the image um so i must have to go back through and look at all my content and fix it all um but that's yeah i think that's one of the things that we all you know those little like one percent uh little seo things we can do on our website to kind of help us so you know having the keyword in there you know having the related to the actual page um i think a lot of us don't really do that if we're just loading stuff onto our website you know just kind of we just load it on and, and, you know, I don't really rename images on my computer, but I will now. That, that's, a, that's a bit of a game changer right there. So, um, yeah, that's, that's a really good tip because I would not have done that and I would have thought it was for a completely different reason. Um, so what with tools and websites, so, you know, you obviously use Google Analytics and there's so many, like, tools that you can use, like Ubersuggest, to look at your website SEO and are there any tools that you could recommend that uh, we could use to kind of um, look at our website, optimize it a little bit more, get some more insights? Like are there any other tools that you recommend that you use to help with clients or your own website 
So Google Analytics is probably your biggest one. Because, like, I, I've used, like, I um, can't remember its name, but it's, like, it'll, it'll track, like, your page, um, like, the heat on your page, like a heat map. And, like, you can, see you know, see what. And where they're going. Yeah, and then, like, it records the visits to the page and stuff like that. So I just, like, wasn't sure if – because, like, there's so many tools out there. I'm just, like, should I just – like, do you recommend people just use Google Analytics? Like, is that the most truest, I guess, form of data? Like, it's just – there's just so much out there. Yeah, yeah. That sounds really cool. I want to um, I want to play with that. <laughs> yeah, it is um, interesting. I think I um, tried to download that once, and that was um, quite pricey. Perhaps I was looking at the wrong thing, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, that well, really I think I'm on the free one. Yeah, I think I was using the free one. It's called um. I reckon I've got it in my phone because I, um, I try and check it every now and then, but I can't remember its name. I can't remember. I'll have to. I have to have a look at it and put it below in the show notes. But, um, yeah, I just get like, you know, not only am I overwhelmed by Google Analytics, but there's just and I guess like if you get lots of visits to your website, you can't like watch every recording of someone on your site. Like that's just not that's not feasible. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I just tend to just keep it, like, quite, um, yeah, raw and original kind of thing. Like, it's just, I don't really have any of those um, additional kind of bits and pieces. I just sort of see what they, uh, my clients currently do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, check out the analytics and see what's going on. Um, and then, yeah, just do, like, a full audit and see what, what they're currently doing um, and then where they need to have help and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's good though. I like the basics. I like that you said that because there's just too much out there and I get confused. So like when you do an audit on a website, like what are the kinds of things you're looking for? Um, like do you, so like if someone wanted to do their own audit, obviously, like are they, what are the like the main things that they should be looking for? Obviously you said like keywords um, on the page. Is there any like backend stuff they should be looking at that they might need to tweak um, to just, just help improve the overall site? Yeah, yeah. So I tend to, um, before even going to the back end, I just look over the site itself and yeah, look for any, if there's any um, calls to action. So do you have any call now or book now buttons, things like that, that, um, you know, evoke a reaction from your audience if they came to your page. Um, yeah, obviously have a little look at the images. How are they named? Um, yeah, are there any alt texts with them? Could you add keywords to those? Um, what title, like what words you're using in the titles of your pages, um, because then that also reflects to your website URL for that page. And is that something people are going to be searching for, or is it not relevant at all? So even just those kind of things to see if that is, you know, a keyword that your audience would use. Um, yeah, I'd look over um, yeah, the copy. I'd see if they're connected to any other platforms, yeah, like Google Analytics or um, Facebook Pixel, um, because that'll be really telling for them, yeah, to see like how their audience are connecting with them, but then also mm-hmm. how they can then target them in the future as well. Um, and then, yeah, just just have like a full look over. Um, I do sometimes look a little bit into like the code and things like that. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> um, way over us. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to see. What what the metadata is actually saying um because there's also like um yeah ways to edit that so then it is more seo optimized um 
but then there are many plugins that also edit that sort of content as well. So um, yeah, just have a full look over. Um, it is like my audits tend to be um, part SEO, but also part design and just making mm -hmm. sure that their brand message and their personality is within that website. Um, and then, yeah, how, you know, how engaging is that with their audience? Like I said, are there any things that like actually make people want to, you know, click on the website and like, you know, click through to other pages and you know, learn more about them? Is it easy to book with them or is it really hard? Like just doesn't have to like fill out a contact form. Um, do they have products and services? Is that even on their website at the moment? Like just sort of like, you know, can we make tweaks so then it is easy for people to, um, yeah, make sales and just basically make the customer's life easier, you know, mm. easy for them to find you, easy for them to buy and book with you. Just, yeah, just doing that whole thing, just pretending to be the customer and just trying to work out yes. you know, how to do these kinds of things. So, um, yes, I love yeah. that. Uh, getting yeah that's that's so true I was literally thinking that in my head like just pretend that you'll get someone else to go through it and like you know yeah. if it's your friend and be like well this is a bit tricky this is a bit hard like I don't really understand this bit because we understand but it doesn't mean everyone else understands so exactly. yeah <laughs> yeah that's awesome so like when I'm looking at like the ideal I guess home page of a website what are the things that we should include on our home page like how does our menu look like what like if someone was just starting scratch on a website what are kind of the key elements that they should have um i feel like um your home page should be like a summary of the things that you do or offer your clients so um you want it to be kind of like a sales page but not that intimidating I feel. but just like a like a welcome like you know welcoming people to your um your website telling them what you're about who you are how you can help um how you've helped others in the past um and then yeah towards the end it's more um you know how people can contact you so there'll be a contact form or um leading them to another area so it could be like your blog page or you know, your podcasting page or um, yeah, even like your Instagram or your other social medias, that kind of thing. But it should be more of like a yeah, a summary welcome yeah. page. Um, and in terms of menus, um, it needs to be clean and easy to read. Um, I am not a fan of uh, like a. I've seen like a few and it like a few menus that are very crammed together. And mm. it just looks a bit messy. Um, I don't know if that's my preference in terms of design, but I'm just like, I like yeah. it clean and easy and like, you know, plenty of space and um, yeah. yeah white spaces. Post, yeah. A, a recent post I did was about white space and I love white space. It's just, yeah. It just makes it easy for, yeah, like not only just you to look at because that's nice, but yeah. like your customers to like actually take in the information that's on the, on the website. Yeah. And they're not overwhelmed either like you don't want to overwhelm your customer you want them to feel like you know um like warm and invited and yeah. you know want to play on your website some more and you know click through so yeah just yeah. making sure that your your yeah your website is welcoming and um engaging and yeah. yeah not gonna scare anyone away <laughs> yeah I love like I remember my first website was like a background of New York City and then like I had like a pink border pink footer and I did it all myself and I hated sending people to my website so I felt like I couldn't really sell authentically because I hated directing people to my website and that's why I think like websites are so important and that's why you know it's really good to outsource because like then you don't have to worry about 
And most of the time, the design that I do, I hate anyway, because I'm not a designer. So I would rather outsource that. But, yeah. um, you know, it's like, I like I now my new website has like white space and it's all like quite clean and I'm like oh this is so much better because you know I I'm I like pretty things in color but you know when you're going to like look at something you're like I just don't know what's happening here and I just don't know where to look and I'm getting really distracted so um I like that you you know you touched on having like that clean clean look of a website and and the white space because I think you know, it's like when there's silence in a room, you always feel like you have to fill it with noise. Yeah. It's not always the case. Silence is good. I have to tell myself that a lot because I don't deal with silence well. But when it comes to design, you know, you hit the nail on the head when you said like clean, white spaces. Mm-hmm. And like with called actions, like I'm curious to know on a normal web page, like what's the recommendation? Should we be having call to actions on every page? Like when it comes to reverting people back to what we're selling, like what, what's your recommendation on that? Um, it depends what kind of service or like, you know, what kind of business it is. Um, so I've had um, like a few service based, um, based businesses that would be, um, they would have like, like a call now button on like their header. So it would be on every single page that their menu would show up so mm-hmm. um that kind of thing was really important to them um, they don't do any business online they are literally like a service that will come out and see you so therefore their call now button is really important to them um, especially with mobile as well making sure that it is activated on mobile um, it yes yeah, so it really depends on the business itself but i would definitely recommend on um if you yeah if you are a service-based business to do that have on like your top right corner, having like a call now button or a book now button, something like that, that does um, yeah, create a reaction from your audience to go do it. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily on every page. It just, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so it just depends on relevance. So yep. your services page would definitely be relevant. Um, definitely have like a book here um, kind of button there, but on your blog post, for example, it wouldn't really make much sense. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Um, yeah, just, just using on the ones that would make sense. But um, yeah, it really depends on what kind of business you are. Yeah. Um, and this is why I said like an SEO strategy because it's, it is this different strategy for every single business. Um, so yeah, some people would require quite a few calls to action. Others might not or have it in a strategic place. So it could even be like, you know, as someone's going down your um, homepage, there could be some call to actions throughout there. Like, you know, saying um, like, you know, book here or you know subscribe to my email here or you know just like as people are going down just sort of um yeah just sort of creates more momentum um Mm. and then they'll book more and things like that so it really just depends on yeah yeah so it's kind of elusive answer I'm just like yeah but like you know you don't want to just be putting it on every page because you want to try and sell yeah you want to put it where it's relevant so like I think we need that reminder because we're just like yeah sell like here buy um you know yes your audience either like you don't want it to be like in their face all the time which is like whoa back off a bit like you know like overwhelm them yeah exactly so when it like before you when you spoke about website goals and obviously this can be very different to each site to each business but like when it comes to setting goals and we're just starting out on a website like what are some of the things we should should we be just looking at like views and sessions um what would like, you know, how many goals should we have when it comes to our website and what, what are the kinds of things we should be looking at? Cause obviously like content marketing and website goals go hand in hand because like, mm-hmm. you know, your, one of your content marketing goals might be to double your website 
traffic. But like, what are some of the other goals that people can look at and really think about when it comes? Because I think, you know, once we have the goal around the website, then it's like easier Mm -hmm. to create the content for you because, you know, like say I want to double my, um, my sale, like sales, then, okay, then we're going to have to be creating more content to divert people to the website. So, you know, what, what are some of the goals that you've typically seen in some of your clients and what are some of like the really entry level goals that some of the people, you know, who are listening are just starting out fresh and you know they're starting out with their content marketing what are some of the goals that you'd recommend yeah um well for some of my clients it's mainly down to like sales um and bookings and things like that um they actually yeah they're probably more on their say second or third year of business Mm. um so for them that is their priority um and i think yeah, before even coming to me, I think they've already set a goal in mind, but they come to me so that I can therefore increase yeah, like their SEO so that they can hit those goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's definitely a good one to look at in terms of um, comparatively looking at how many bookings you had this month compared to last month. What did you do? As you said, like, you know, from your marketing strategies to bring people to your website, um, like, you know, is it from that or is it your SEO? What things can you tweak and change? Um, and having a goal like that, um, yeah, it, it really keeps you accountable for your marketing and, mm. um, yeah, make sure like, you know, or like, you know, how well you're doing with that and what worked and what didn't work as well, because it's all really like a bit of trial and error sometimes. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, for someone more entry level, just, just even getting some people on like your website. And then from there, as I said, like before, just you know, what pages they're engaging with, like, do they like your homepage, but then perhaps they drop off when they hit your, say, portfolio page, so perhaps just have a little look at that and see how that's displaying, um, and then from there, you can think, oh, I really want, say, five people to look at my portfolio page, and then from there, just slowly increase it, so then, you know, mm-hmm. you can increase more and more, but it, I think it's more, when it comes to a goal, I think it has to be, um, like, you know, um, in collaboration with your other online marketing Mm. strategies so it really needs to you know it's not just about your website it's about all the activities you're doing as well that lead people to your website so just make sure that you've got plenty of links going to there from yeah your social media channels um any online listings if you do a um, a guest post someone make sure there's a link going back to your website um just things like that where you can it's almost like an easy win just to lead to the website um and then off and then the great thing about that is that the more people that go to your website, the higher you rank because Google's like, Hey, this person's really interesting. And a lot of people mm. like them. So therefore I'm going to push them up higher and then more people can see them because clearly they're doing a great thing here. So, um, yeah, that's a really good thing about, um, links and stuff. So yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I think like, so when it comes to a goal, would you have monthly goals, like yearly goals? What would you kind of recommend for, you know, I know you said like you might look at, say March and you had this amount of bookings and yeah. you know, you want to increase in April. So would you, would you do that on a monthly basis? I would definitely check it on a monthly basis. Yeah. yeah. It's easier to keep on track of then yeah. um, as opposed to if you did it um, like annually, maybe mm. you could do it quarterly, but I think monthly is much better yeah. and then perhaps at the end of a quarter, have a little look and see how you did and then see how you do comparatively with the next quarter. But I think it's best to, check in every month and just Mm. sort of see how you're going and it's so much easier to know what really resonated with your audience then um because then say say for example you did make a tweak with your website and it didn't 
work the way that you wanted it to you could see that in the analytics yeah of course and then therefore go back to what it was before because clearly that went a lot better so um yeah it's much easier to do it monthly than it would be to do it um, anymore any yeah. later than that, so yeah i think like it's important you know to set those goals and those intentions because you know our website is the place where everyone can you know work with us and and buy from us so it's really important um our website and i just want to thank you heaps for coming on and, and sharing your website knowledge um <laughs> where can people find you connect with you and like get more of your content you post some really insightful stuff around SEO. So I really recommend everyone follow you on Instagram. So I just want to tell everyone where they can find you and what your, your handles are. Yeah. 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 Come join me on Instagram. Um, yeah. I am Natalie Faith Web Designs. Um, and then of course my website is nataliefaithwebdesigns.com. So awesome. Yeah. No, come find me. Um, social on Instagram, as I said, like I'm more active on there than anywhere else. I think. Yeah. No, so, that's good. Yeah. We'll put them in the show notes. But yeah, thank you so much for joining. I really appreciate it. Not a problem. Thanks so much. This is fun. How amazing is Natalie? She is just like got so much knowledge um, around websites and, and SEO. Like that's a triple, like a double threat, not a triple. Well, she's a triple threat. She's a triple threat. Um, you know, some of the like really good takeaways was like auditing your website. Like I do not do that enough. Not enough. And, you know, white space on your website, those call to actions. And the one thing I loved about what Natalie said was when you look at your website and you navigate through your website, do it in the eyes of your customer. No doubt your customer was potentially you at some stage in your life. Um, but, like, or get a friend to help you. Get someone to help you navigate your website to make it really easy process. It doesn't have to be this, like, over-engineered thing. It just has to be easy for people to navigate and and find where they can buy from you like that's the objective and like that's why I love the goals and they really align with content marketing strategy goals like your website and your content marketing goes hand in hand that's why it was just so good to have Natalie come on like my journey with website is not great like I built my own on Wix and it was horrific if anyone knows from back in the Wix days that I had that and this year I was like I'm embarrassed I am embarrassed to share my website with people like I'm not joking I am embarrassed so I hired um Eleanor Stone to do my Squarespace site and um she was amazing and made my website look what it looks like today it's so beautiful I bloody love it it's like white space and, and just I really like sending people to my website like now I just have to keep up with like making sure all my services are on there and everything's up to date so that's on me but, um, you know, there's lots of things that I still don't know about websites, even though my website is beautiful and I love it. I still like maintenance things that I need to do. So, like, you know, that's why Natalie, like, really pointing out, like, auditing and stuff like that. Like, you know, I, I need, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it on Saturday. You can hold me accountable to that. Um, and, you know, like, just making sure everything's working, all your links are working, all that kind of thing. I actually have a content audit template which audits your social medias and your um your website and it comes with a measuring template as well we can measure your website you can measure your socials all of that um i'll pop the link in the show notes you can check it out um it was a bonus as part of my event uh with the birthday bundle but um, i'm offering it to you guys if you want to download it and purchase it um yeah the link is below you can check it out but I, I'm going to actually use it on the weekend to audit my website, but I do use the, the, the statistic 
statistic one and the auditing one I've used um, for my current employer. So you can check that out below. Um, but, you know, some, some things that I've picked up on websites that I just want to share with you. I'll put some tools below. I, I, can't, I still can't remember. I think it was called Hot Spot. Hot Jar. Hot Jar. It is called Hot Jar. So I'll put that below Hotjar. Um, there's a couple of speed pages that um, you know Natalie mentioned. I'll put them below. Um, and Ubersuggest is a really good one for SEO and your website. So I'll pop that below as well. So there'll be some tools in the show notes that you can you can um, dive into and look at and see you know where your website's working, what's not working. But like I just love what Natalie said about like okay if your bounce rates are up like okay, why, why are people leaving that site? Is your copy not up to scratch? Is things are a little bit confusing? Like That's why the data really helps. And as I said, I hate data sometimes. Like I know how important it is and it's so important. And, but I like, I really hate like navigating it. I just, it just, it takes time. We know that. But um, if we have a good template and, and, you know, we've got a good schedule around it. Like I, I look at my Instagram weekly and I look at my everything else monthly. I want to start looking at my website weekly as well. So um, I want to start setting some more goals. I have some goals around my website which are to do with my content marketing strategy and I want to add more. So um, that's another thing for me to add to my list. Um, but, yeah, I just I hope you got a lot out of that. Um, if you have any questions, um, you can ask Natalie or myself. The links are below to our Instagram. But share this on your social media and tag us. Um, we would be forever grateful. Um, if you got a lot out of this, you know, that is amazing. And that's what we all aspire to do is to inform and educate you. Um, but, yeah, the, the blog for this will be up on um, Thursday. And... Yeah, if you want to have an hour in power with me, uh, you can. I'll put the link below. I'll put a couple of links to some offers I've got at the moment. So it's got the hour of power. I've got the ebook and the template. So I'll pop them below. You can have a squeeze at them, see if there's something that you need. But they will all, you know, help you with your content from everything from content writing to content measurement to content marketing. So put them below. Um, but thank you so much for joining me today. And always remember, be a content or king and remember developing your content developed your business thank you thank you thank you for joining me today and please don't forget to share this with all your freelancer business and writing friends you can do so by adding this to your insta stories and tagging me at content queen underscore mariah or by simply telling them about if you could rate and review on itunes it'll go a long way into getting this podcast in the chart so more people can see it and i'll be forever grateful and it'll just help me share my message even more you can follow me on Instagram at contentqueen underscore Mariah or connect with me on LinkedIn. Let me know if there's any topics you want me to talk about. I'm an open book. You can message me and ask me anything and I will produce content on it. I promise. Anyway, enjoy the rest of your week uh, and I will talk to you very soon. Bye, everyone.